Asia Pacific Currents. News and labour issues from the Asia Pacific region. We strongly condemn the, the police that arrest uh, the protesters. Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock on Community Radio 3CR. All views of the world should unite to fight this greedy capitalist. Brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links. Good morning, good morning. That's right, it's Asia Pacific Currents brought to you every week by Australia Asia Worklings. And my name is Pierre Morrow, and I'll be bringing you today's program of Asia Pacific Currents. We'll have the usual roundup of uh, labour news from the, the region and also we're going to have an interview with a um, with an activist from Thailand about the uh, situation in Thailand and the military regime and military dictatorship really and um, and uh, and what it's like to live there and uh, some of the arrests and some of the issues that um, people inside Thailand are facing at the present moment but they'll be in the second half of the program probably around um, quarter past nine o'clock but of course you're listening to 3cr radio your favorite community radio station and if you want more details about uh, some of these uh, news items uh, you can go to the website of AWL, which is all the w's aawl.org.au or we also got a facebook and a twitter account as well so lots of ways that we ca- you can um, keep in touch with our news and and of course welcome to all those people who are listening this on um, this program on a podcast or streaming live somewhere around the world but um, we'll go straight to um, um, to the news roundup, and um, we start off first uh, in China, where over the last couple of months there's been a number of disputes by nurses across hospitals in China. Uh, going on strike, um, uh, protesting against low pay and benefits are demanding equal pay for equal work. The central province of Anhui has been the uh, epicenter recently of these nurses' um, strike and there's been um, a number of pictures that uh, we'll put a link on our website in the next couple of days. Now one of the key issues is the um, very wide gap in pay and conditions between formal staff and contract workers. It seems that hospital managers resort to all kinds of dirty tricks to prevent nurses and healthcare workers from gaining formal employment status, something that we should entitle them to better pay and conditions. So um, it's a and so what um, what happens is that public administrators of these public hospitals often rely on nursing staff quitting before they can obtain formal employment status and then replacing them with young, inexperienced staff on short-term contracts, um, a device that in China is referred to as population dividend. So in other words, they um, use contract casualized labor and they get rid of people as they, um, as they complain. And um, so it's something that a lot of workers even here in Australia would um, understand what our um, uh, comrades in China are facing. And of course, one of the most pressing problems in China is the fact that there are no independent unions for these people. 
we now go to um, Singapore, where there's been a um, a strike by migrant work in in Singapore. It was actually a sit-in um, earlier last week, and um, it involved just a couple of hundred of uh, low-wage migrant workers who are employed in the state's construction force. Um, there's not many um, strikes in Singapore. It's quite a um, repressive uh, system, and uh, the legislation uh, make it very makes it very hard for workers to organise um, for independent trade unions. These group of workers were complained that they hadn't been paid for over four months, and also the meals that they were being served were actually unedible. So um, we don't actually have um, um, supposedly that the strike was uh, resolved the next day peacefully and to everyone's um, satisfaction, but we actually don't have uh, confirmation of that because it's also quite hard to get independent news out of Singapore due to the the media there is quite um, uh, regulated and usually um, gives only the best uh, view of what happens in Singapore. And, um, and of course, um, another problem that all these um, workers face, not only the fact are the, the migrant workers, so they've got less rights, is that there is no legal minimum wage in Singapore. Your love is lifting me Right. Don't forget that um, 3CR is a community radio station, and if you like what you hear, um, then uh, please subscribe to <coughs> sorry to 3CR Radio. It's the it's a way we keep on air. We've been going. This is our fortieth year. We've uh, been providing alternative news for forty years, and again, that number is nine four one nine eight three double seven. Or you can go online at uh, all the w's 3cr.org.au. We now go to Australia where the issue of flags of uh, convenience have come up which uh, really allows people, well, companies to uh, super exploit um, workers. Over the last few months, listeners will know that Australian unions have fought against the giant energy and manufacturing company Alcoa as it tried to undercut, wa- undercut wages and conditions by importing workers paid at a much lesser rate. And this was with the um, ship in Portland. The Maritime Union of Australia uh, understand this race to the bottom and the use of flags of convenience ships to break unions and force down working conditions. Just recently, an example was documented of workers being put in danger inside the hull of a a ship. Uh, In other words, they were working there without any kind of safety equipment. While in another case, a ship has been allowed into Australia whose captain is accused of... uh, disappearing two of its crew members recently. 
against companies like Alcoa and a globally integrated industry like shipping. Um, the only way to effectively um, fight back is really by workers organising internationally and developing a global picket line and working together. Still in Australia, in um, next, uh, as uh, listeners again would uh, to this program, and also if you don't listen all the time to this program, would know there's been a huge growth of far right groups here in Australia over the last 18 months. Well, there is a another um, demonstration planned by one of these, the United Patriots Front, and um, they use the continuing economic um, situation and uh, the strife that a lot of people find it themselves, the never-ending war on terror, and the vilification by politicians and the mass media of refugees and Muslim, Muslims to really um, to, to grow. Um, one of these, like I said, the United Patriots Front will hold a meet- meeting to establish a new party in the Victorian regional town of Bendigo. Labor and anti-racist activists will rally to counter the mobilisation on Saturday, the 27th of February. The time and place in Bendigo is still to be totally um, decided due to uh, we're unsure exactly where they're, they're meeting, but you can go to the Bendigo Action Collective uh, website or the Campaign Against Racism and Fashion um, Facebook site, so even the Bendigo Action Collective Facebook site, and you'll find all the details um, of this demonstration. Hello, this is Archie Roach, and you're listening to Good Music on 855 AM on 3CR. And um, proceeding with the um, with the news roundup, we go now to um, India, where the um, in the region of uh, Gurgaon and Manasar in near the Indian capital of New Delhi, there's uh, huge industrial areas that employ millions of people. Again, regular listeners would know about the the, the struggle by the car plant workers of Maruti Suzuki in that region that have they've waged in 2011, 2013, 14 and 15. They've had major demonstrations um, and they've been uh, brutally repressed by the government many times. Nevertheless, these workers are still rebelling against the brutal conditions in many of these um, workplaces. And... Um, and uh, we've just uh, had news that earlier this month, again, thousands of auto workers from around 20 factory, factories in that region of uh, Gurgan and Manasa rallied to protest against uh, ongoing repression, low wages, and for the right to organise. So that's um, fantastic um, to hear, and um, it's, it's something that will keep uh, um, you abreast on. And, of course, uh, new unions and labour organisations are coming out from these um, struggles. And um, we go now to um, uh, nearby to Iran in West Asia, where, as reported um, in the last few weeks, um, there were a number of arrests of workers at the Khatun Abad copper mines in Iran. There were 28 in total. Um, Over the last two weeks, all of them have been um, released. Um, now, while they are free, um, it is still um, they, are, they are only on bail, and it's most probably that they will be charged um, with some uh, charges in the future. So, the solidarity, the solidarity campaign that um, has helped to put pressure on the government to release them will need to continue. 
And unfortunately, in an unrelated meta um, this week, uh, Dawood Razavi, a member of the Syndicate of Workers of Tehran and Suburbs Bus Company of the Vahed Syndicate, was sentenced to five years in prison. His crime, in inverted commas, was for taking part in workers' demonstrations. You're listening to 3CR. This is Billy X. Jennings of the Black Panther Party. Power to the people. Three CR, always bringing you the latest union news. They're coming after us at the moment. They want to get rid of penalty rates, the big push from businesses. They want to get rid of all the things that you and I have fought for. So there's tens of thousands of jobs gone, contracted out to sham contracting arrangements. On 8.55am and on the web, 3cr.org.au. Just the last couple of uh, items from um, from our news roundup again in uh, West Asia. We now go to um, to Palestine, where the outcomes of the occupation by Israel of Palestinian lands have been well documented before, whether in the repression that it unleashes or the continual resistance that it breeds. Currently, a Palestinian journalist, Muhammad Al Kik, is currently close to death due to a hunger strike to protest the continuing. Use of administrative detention to punish Palestinians. The International Federation of Journalists has joined the calls for his immediate release. And in general, life for most Palestinian workers continues to be unbearable with extremely long days, low pay and constant harassment from the Israeli security forces. Our last um, item goes to nearby to Syria, where really the news is uh, not good. Really, the where the Syrian uprising now is five years old, but it's really been crushed from all sides. The uprising in Syria, if people can remember, uh, was part of the regional Arab Spring uh, that began in 2011 and consisted of nationwide demonstrations, again increasing levels of inequality, corruption and repression by working class movements all through Syria. The Unfortunately, the brutal response of the Syrian government and the subsequent involvement of a range of reactionary and imperialist actors has really led to the destruction of most of the country. The biggest losers have been workers, their families and communities. Nevertheless, there are still working class communities fighting for peace and justice and still organising within the destruction of war. And again, in the next couple of days, we'll have links to, um, to, um, to these items on our website if you want to go and see it. That's really the end of, um, of our news roundup for, for the region. You're listening to 3CR Radio. We'll go to a couple of community announcements and then we'll be back with the interview on the situation for activists under the military dictatorship in Thailand. Women of the world unite for women's liberation, decolonization and economic justice. Come to the International Women's Day 2016 Rally and March on Tuesday the 8th of March at 5.30pm at the State Library on Swanston Street. If you support global demands for gender, racial and economic justice, please join us as we take to the streets on the 8th of March. For more information, call Liz on 0452 518 211 or visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash 
IWD Melbourne. The IWD Melbourne Collective is a 3CR supporter. If People Powered Radio, an exhibition celebrating 40 years of 3CR. From the 18th of March till the 23rd of April, the exhibition will feature new work by contemporary artists, rare audio, 3CR ephemera, archival posters and photos, live on-site broadcasts and music events. Come along to the opening night, Friday, March 18th from 6pm at Gertrude Contemporary Art Gallery, 200 Gertrude Street, Fitzroy. For more information... Visit the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au. It's just on 16 past 9 o'clock here on 3CR Radio, Ferry Community Radio, and you're listening to Asia Pacific Currents, brought to you every week by Australia Asia Worker Links. The military dictatorship in Thailand has been in power for around 18 months now, and unfortunately the arrest and the repression continue. There are hundreds of people in exile, many in jail within Thailand, and many more facing charges. Earlier this year, I caught up with an anti-military activist in Thailand and I um, interviewed her about the situation. Um, uh, We're using the name Anne for obvious reasons that we can't actually identify who she is but or where she's from. The number of uh, people arrested in Thailand under the military dictatorship keeps increasing. Does this mean that the military is losing support and opposition increasing? This is almost two years since the military took control of Thailand and about 1,000 people threatened, abducted and arrested and some have died in custody. And most of them are the red shirt or the people who pro-democracy. And just only three or four months ago that the military started to arrest the, some of the yellow shirt, you know, and during these two years, the military tried to pass many laws, such as the computer crime law, the public protest law. And this kind of law will affect the right and the freedom of expression of people. And no one happy with this. And another big issue is the makeup project that the, you know, the military government tried to push all over Thailand that uh, create the community opposition to the military government. Continuing on, uh, on the issue of the repression, many of the people arrested have been given long jail sentences for apparently trivial offences under the draconian laws like Les Majest. What effect has, had, has this repression had on the people in Thailand? For me, that the less majest law is the, the deadlock of Thailand. If we can't criticize, can't change this law, Thailand will never reach democracy, you know. If, like, if someone accuses you by this law, you're going to jail straight away, and you can't get bail, and it's very, very heavy punishment. Example, the guy who posted six updates to mock the king's dog on Facebook, 
was sentenced to 60 years. And this is worse than the criminal, you know, and is no one cannot accept it, this. And the military used this law against the people with different idea. People can see that and started to, to question more and more in the society. On the subject of the military, the military portrays itself as the protector of the Thai monarchy and defending Thailand history and culture. Has the military coup weakened or strengthened the monarchy in Thailand according to your opinion? Uh, I can say that maybe work in the short term, but in long term will destroy the monarchy completely because the way that they do is very undemocratic, you know. The silent people, do you know the Thai royal family is the richest in the world? And that means they have a lot of resources in their hand. It's like a elephant in the big elephant in the room and create a lot of problem, but you cannot mention that the elephant in the room is is very surreal, you know, and and I think and now it's people they even feel like Thailand is very silent with this issue, but it's underground, it's a lot of talking and discuss, you know, and people not happy about that. On that point about people not happy, and given the widespread arrest, and you've said that over a thousand people have been arrested, is there much organised opposition against the military regime inside Thailand? Uh, I can say that now there are four types of active opposition. The first one is the wretched, who seems seems very quiet now, but people say it is they are waiting for the military to destroy themselves, and then they will jump in. And the second group is the, the new democracy movement. And most of them are the students, which is the most active for this group. And they use a lot of social media and things to, you know, to protest and against the government. And the third one is the mixed group with academic artists or workers in the very loose, loosely connection. But uh, they don't have much people, this one, but it's, they're, very, they're very good with the content, they're very clear with the content, and they try to work with all of the international friends or international organization. And the fourth one is the, going to be a really big group in the future, is the Community Resisting Makeup Project, because it's a makeup project all over Thailand, and now it's, uh, uh, all of the community is start to you know, start to get getting angry and getting upset about the, the project the military try to put hard on them. And talking about these groups and people's views, um, and you've talked about the mega projects, there's been a lot of arrests, and we've said, but a lot of harassment of, of people. So is there a climate of fear, do you think, in Thailand, that people are, are still afraid to speak about social and political issues in, in general? Oh yes, Thailand is covered with fear everywhere, you know, because it's the military, they, they play hard on that. But it means to take action in, in Thailand will be really hard. I think this is the time for the, the, the people outside Thailand 
this is the role of the people outside Thailand is very important. It's like the, all of the international friends or NGO or the journalists or the embassy or even the among the people network can if they can support and they can voice out about Thailand, that would be wonderful. On that point about doing something against the military regime, if you can look forward to the rest of this year, of in 2016, do you think that the anti-military activists will be able to organise better or do you think the generals are going to be able to consolidate and get more powerful this year? From my point of view, I think the, the opposition, all of the activists will be getting stronger because it's like uh, the uh, last two years, they, they start... They start and they they get they know that what they want and they have the strategy the way that how they're going to fight or something like that. But for the next period, I think they probably start start to to join together and connect together. And for the military, for the coup, they justify the coup with three things. The first one is they will bring security. The second one they will stop the corruption, and the third one they will bring the political reform, and the you know the last one that is is very funny they said they're going to bring happiness back to thailand you know they even create the song for the thai happiness or something but you can see most of the people can see that they they, they fail all of that and they, they the thing that they do now that they just want to destroy the enemy it's pretty clearly that they, they did that as a final question Thailand's economy is being badly affected by both the coup and international issues. Do you think that a worsening economy could be a trigger in creating popular opposition to the generals? You know, Thailand is the worst economy in Asia now. And people return to countryside from the city because it's no job, no money. And the foreign company move from Thailand to Vietnam to Burma, to Cambodia. The tourist industry that usually that is most of the income from Thai from Thailand is dropping a lot. Only Chinese that's going to Thailand and only China that is become friend of the you know military dictatorship. And all of this is, is people losing hope of that. And at the time of very bad economic like this, the military government the people can see that they they do they did thing for themselves is they want to spend money all of the budget spend money to buy the weapon they want to buy the submarine they increase all of their wages for the military and authority around them and i think this is all of thing that they make people get very angry and upset and this is killing the support that they have had before well, thank you very much, Anne, and we certainly um, wish you all the very best and uh, let's hope that the popular opposition against the military dictatorship continues to grow in Thailand. Thank you very much. 
That was an interview I did earlier this year with an activist in uh, Thailand uh, regarding the situation uh, and opposition against demilitary dictatorship in, in Thailand. We're coming to the end of another program of Asia-Pacific um, Currents. There's a couple of, uh, of announcements. First of all, um, just remember that uh, there's a Medicare rally happening here in Melbourne at 12 o'clock at the State Library today. So if you're around the, the city in about two and a half hours, there'll be a rally to support um, the Medicare and uh, to protest against their proposed cuts to Medicare at um, midday today at the State Library. Also, um, keep your eyes out. There's uh, lots and lots of uh, demonstration rallies and actions around um, refugees and for the movement to support refugees and to um, make sure that the dispatch of 250-odd um, refugees who are in Australia for medical reasons are not deported back to the hellholes of uh, Nauru. So um, there's lots going on, so please um, get involved and support these actions. But um, we're really at the end of another program of Asia Pacific Currents. My name is um, Pierre Morrow. We'll be back uh, next week with uh, at the same time at 9 o'clock. And of course, if you want to get in touch with us, you can um, go to AWL's website, uh, all the waawl.org.au. We've got a Facebook site and a Twitter, and um, all these. Uh, items will be um, put up that I've discussed will be put up um, in the next couple of days so thanks for listening you're on 3CR radio I forgot to say thanks to Solidarity Breakfast for the program before us and stay tuned to 3CR radio for Palestine remembered coming up straight after these community announcements this is the rough-throated 3CR and if you believe as I do in the policy of 3CR and its music programming how about becoming a listener sponsor? On a commercial radio, such a dreary thing. Sick of hear about members, someone's pimple cream. Wanna hear about Australia, not some pop star. Watch the radio square tuning, tuning 3CR. Support the station that's been supporting the Australian independent music scene for nearly 40 years. Call 94198377 and show your support for 3CR today. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.